Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I'm bringing you today's word for May 10th, 2022. I'm teaching a series right now that's all about God's grace in our faith. And I love this stuff. I love it because this is the way we're supposed to live. It's the grace life. So we're called to live by faith. And also we're called to live empowered by God's grace. Everything God does for us, he does it by grace. Grace is unearned, unmerited, undeserved. It is the free favor of God. Everything that we're supposed to do in response to God's grace, we do it by faith. And so, so it is by faith that we lay hold of God's grace and we become the men, the women that God has called us to be. It is by faith that we lay hold of God's grace and we yield to the Holy Spirit. God lives inside of us. Like Jesus said in John 14 and 10, we can walk around and say, you know what? If you've seen me, you've seen the Father. The Father lives in me. He gives me the words and he performs the work. So as we go into every meeting, conversation, and activity that we will engage in today, we yield to the Holy Spirit. He will give us the words. He will perform the work. And But we will never do this until we know that God loves us with an unconditional, unyielding, unfailing love. So open up your heart to God's love. I'm going to talk about the love of God today, maybe in a way that you haven't heard it before. I pray that you receive it, that you get a revelation of God's love, and that it will change you forever. All right, so let's get into the word for this morning. This is God's grace and our faith, part 12. Faith works by love, part 11. I've been teaching you over and over again that faith works by love. I feel like I'm giving you a masterclass on God's love and also faith and also grace. And I hope that you, that is being a blessing to you. The title of today's message is when the Holy Spirit gives you a revelation of God's love. And I can tell you that I was meditating on this last night. I was meditating on this this morning and I can barely contain myself. So I'm going to try not to preach I'm going to try to teach this thing, but it's when the Holy Spirit gives you a revelation of God's love. We've been looking at some scriptures. I'm going to add a passage to it this morning. Let's get the scriptures out of the way. John 1 and 14, the word became flesh. Jesus became flesh and he dwelt among us. Now we were able to behold his glory. It is the glory of the only begotten of the father who came from the father, full of grace and truth. John 1 and 17, the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came in a person in the form of Jesus Christ. Galatians 5 and 6, for once you're in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision or works means anything. The only thing that matters now is faith and faith works by love. Ephesians chapter 3, I'm going to read for you verses 16 through 20. Um, actually, yeah, let me read this whole passage to you and then we'll get into the word. Beginning at verse 16, and I pray, this is Paul praying, I pray that he, God, would unveil within you the unlimited riches of his glory and favor until supernatural strength floods your innermost being with his divine might and his explosive power. Then, by constantly using your faith, the life of Christ will be released deep down inside of you and the resting place of God's love will become the very source and the root of your life. Then, you will be empowered to discover what every holy one experiences, the great magnitude of the astonishing love of Christ in all of his dimensions, how deeply intimate and far-reaching his love is, how enduring and inclusive it is, endless love beyond measurement 
that transcends our understanding. This extravagant love pours out in you until you're filled to the overflowing with the fullness of God. Verse 20, never doubt God's mighty power. It's all about him, not about you. Never doubt God's mighty power to work in you to accomplish all of this. He will achieve infinitely more than your greatest request. He will achieve more than your most unbelievable dream. He will exceed your wildest imagination. He will outdo them all for his miraculous power constantly energizes you. You see, it's all about him. It's not about us. It's not about us or our flaws or our limits. It's all about, he will do it. If you can believe it, he loves you. And if you get a revelation of this love, he will do infinitely more than you've ever dreamed of. Let's talk about it. What does this mean for you today? I have a lot to share with you in this morning. I just broke it up into two points, but there's a lot in these two. So this is where I need you to rid your heart and mind of all distractions. Two things. Number one, here we go. The more revelation of God you receive, the more revelation of his love you will receive because God is love. And so let me talk about revelation for a minute. Ephesians 3 and 16, I already read it for you. Paul said, I'm praying. I pray that God would unveil. We're going to look at that word unveil. Unveil within you the unlimited riches of his glory and favor until supernatural strength floods your innermost being with his divine might and his explosive power. Paul prayed that God would unveil the unlimited riches of his glory. Let's think about what that means for a minute. When you unveil something, think about a magician. A magician is on stage. There's a curtain behind the magician and there's some stuff behind the curtain. And so there are things behind the curtain. It's there. There are things that are there. You just can't see it. It is concealed from you until the curtain is pulled back. And when, when you pull back the veil, it is unveiled or revealed, right? And so now what was concealed from you is revealed to you. So when the Holy Spirit pulls back the veil and is revealing to you what was prepared for you but concealed from you, it, it is called revelation. He is revealing it to you, right? And this revelation comes from the Holy Spirit. Now, Paul says that the Holy Spirit will reveal to you the unlimited natures of, of God's glory. So let's talk about glory for a minute. You cannot separate God from his glory. Wherever God is, the glory of God is present because glory emanates from God, right? God is full of glory. But we as humans cannot handle the full nature of God's glory. Paul is praying that God will reveal it to us on the inside. But in Exodus chapter 33, Moses actually wanted to see the glory, you know, on the outside as a human. And so in Exodus 33, Moses said, hey, God, now please show me your glory. He said, I basically, I want to see you face to face. And God responded, ooh, you don't know what you're asking for, son. He says, I will show you my love. I will show you my mercy. <laughs> and I will cause my goodness to pass in front of you. Uh, and I will speak my name, Yahweh, so that you can hear it. But you cannot see my face, son. No, no one can see my face and continue to live. He says, if I reveal the full nature of my glory, oh, you can't handle it. He was basically saying, you, in human form, there's so much glory. I'm God. There's so much glory in me that if I revealed the full nature of my glory to you, you would die. You will fall flat on your face. Now, 
One day you're going to have a glorified body. One day you're going to come up here in heaven. One, one day I'm going to be able to talk to you face to face because you're going to have a glorified body that can handle it in your spirit. But as a mere human, no, your body can't handle that kind of glory. So this is what, what God did in Exodus chapter 33. He says, okay, this is what we're going to do, Moses. You can't handle the full nature of my glory and you can't see me face to face, but this is what we're going to do. Here's a, here's a place. I want you to stand right here by this large rock. And then I'm going to put a crack in the rock. <laughs> I'm going to put it just I, watch this. Then I'm going to cover you with my hand and I'm going to allow my glory to pass by. So you're just going to, I'm covering you with my hand and there's only a little crack. And this is how much glory God has. Think about this moment. He says, then when I pass by, I'm going to take away my hand. Once, once I'm at my back, you can't see my face. You're going to, I'm going to let you see the back, my back only. You can't see my face. And then you're going to basically get a glimpse of that glory. And it was so amazing that when, when he came back, there was glory emanating from him that, that everybody had to bow down. He had to put a veil over his face. That's how much glory he got from a little glimpse from the backside of God through the crack of a rock. Think about that for a minute. That's how much glory. Now, if you can understand that, let's go back to what Paul was praying. Paul prays. He says, man, my prayer for you is that you would get a revelation of the fullness of the nature of God's glory. I pray that God would unveil, that he would pull back the veil so that you can see the unlimited riches of his glory and favor until supernatural strength will flood your innermost being and you will have divine might and explosive power. Think about that. Paul was praying for, for us as believers or really the believers in Ephesus. He was praying for them to get a glimpse of God's glory on the inside, but not that glimpse through a rock on the backside. No, he was like, I want you to get a full revelation of God's glory. Now, your body can't handle it, but your spirit can. So he was praying for them to get a, a revelation of it on the inside, on, in, the, in their spirit, in their spirit, man, not their body. And when you get a revelation of God's glory through the Holy Spirit himself, then Paul says, if you get a revelation of it, supernatural strength will flood your innermost being with divine might and explosive power. See, when you get a revelation of God's glory, this is why I'm trying to get you to detach, decouple, disconnect your faith from your performance. If you get a revelation of who God is and, and all the glory that's inside of you, you will never see yourself with low self-esteem. You will never see yourself as not capable of doing something. You will know that you can do all things through Christ because you're not the one that's doing it. It's all about him. It's not about you. God is not limited by your limits. You see? So in context, the revelation of God's glory is a revelation of God's love because God is love. This is why in the same passage, Paul said the resting place of God's love will become the very source and the root of your life. I'm trying to get you to get a revelation of God's love so that you can rest in his love and not be stressed out. So you can rest in his love and, and know that, that God is not limited by your limits. God, God is not tripping off of the fact that you're not that you're unqualified for what he called you to do. God is not tripping over your, your, uh, your flaws or your failures. God is not hindered by your hindrances. God is not saying, you know what? I want to do it through her. Oh, but you know, she hasn't gotten to this class yet. <laughs> or I, I want to do it through him. But wait a minute. He, he doesn't have enough money yet. You think God is limited by any of this? No, what God is looking for is your cooperation and your faith. Paul is teaching us that the more revelation, insight, wisdom, knowledge, understanding we get of God and his nature and his glory and his love, then the more open we will be to God's supernatural power. This revelation that I'm teaching right now, the revelation of God's love, it helps us to free ourselves from ourselves. I'm trying to get you to stop looking at you. 
I'm trying to get you to, to look at God. God is, you're walking around with God on the inside of you. You have meetings today, Zoom calls. You're, you're going to take God with you into those Zoom calls. So stop looking at yourself. Stop looking at the flaws, your limits, what you can or can't do, what you feel like you're qualified for or not qualified for. Listen, you got to stop looking at the flaws or the limits of your humanity long enough to meditate on God and his love and his power. And so when you know that it's all about God and not about you, then man, you can believe God on another level, which is why faith works by love. I keep telling you this and I'm giving it to you a bunch of different ways and you're going to get it. You're going to get it. I don't care how many, how many parts, this is part 11 or something like that. I don't care. I don't, I don't care how many days I got to teach on this until the Holy Spirit releases me. I'm going to keep telling you, Faith works by love, and I'm going to teach it to you this way, and I'm going to teach it to you this way, and I'm going to teach it to you this way. I need you to get to the point where you really believe what God believes about you, and you're not limited. You're not limited in any way because you're not. God is not limited by your limits. God is not hindered by your hindrances. The, so the revelation of God's love, once you know that God loves you, once you're convinced that God loves you with an everlasting love, that you did nothing to cause God to start loving you and nothing you could ever do will ever make him stop. Once you get convinced that God loves you with that kind of love, then you know that God's love towards you will never fail. And when you get a revelation of that in your heart and in your mind, you will be renewed on the inside every single day. Not only that, but the revelation of God's love and his power will empower you to live the grace life. What I'm teaching when it, you can't live the grace life until you know that you are resting in God's love. Where now I'm not limited in any way. I'm living the grace life. I'm living by faith. I, I'm submitted to God in all things. I'm yielded to the Holy Spirit. I, I'm walking with him and he's walking with me. And, and when God calls me to do something that I don't know how to do, I can't do, my job is not to stress out over it. My job is to get to the resting place of God's love where I could be like, you know what? I'm at peace. I'm going to have, I'm going to enter into God's rest concerning it. I, I'm not moved uh, by anything. I, I, I'm focused on God and God alone. And so, so this is why John 14 and 10, I started with this, where the father in my prayer, I prayed for you, the father is in you. Jesus said, if you see me, you see the father. The father lives inside of me. He gives me the words and he performs the work, but you will never ever live this way until you know that God loves you. Faith works by love. Real power, look at me. Real power doesn't come from you. Let's, let's settle this thing. It's not about you. Real power doesn't come from you. Real power comes from God. And it's not about you trying to convince God, it's what happens when God convinces you. When, when God convinces you that he loves you, that you are not a mistake, that he sent you to this world at just the right time, that he made plans for you from the foundations of the world, and that he is dedicated to those plans. He's more dedicated to you than you are to him. And so is, he's not trying to get you to convince him. He's not trying to get you to, to convince him to put a yes on your plans. He's trying to get you to be convinced of him so you can put a yes on his plans. And when you get to that point where you're like, I can do all things through Christ, when you get to that point where I know, you know what? as Jesus is, so am I in this world. Now you can submit unto God in all things at all times. You can yield to him. This is what happens when you get an intimate relationship with the father and it only comes through the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit is the key to all of this. The Holy Spirit is the key to this type of revelation. This is why I'm trying to take my time. I, I could be preaching right now, like I, but I'm, I'm, I'm holding it back 
because I really need you to get this. I don't want you to even be, be, be distracted by me raising my voice or anything like that. I want you to hear what the Holy Spirit is saying. The Holy Spirit is the key to your life. Your, while your outer man, uh, in, in Corinthians, the Bible says, while your outer man is perishing, this outer man is, the great, is in a constant state of degradation every day. Your inner man is being renewed day by day. So you have an inner man, the Holy Spirit, that's being renewed every single day. So the Holy Spirit lives inside of you. The Holy Spirit is walking with you. The Holy Spirit is revealing to you the nature, the height, the depth, the length, the breadth of God's love. So he reveals to you God's glory. He reveals to you God's love to the point where one, you believe there's nothing you can't do because there's nothing God can't do and he lives in you. And number two, there's nothing, you believe there's nothing God won't do for you that he already planned from the foundations of the world. Why? Because he loves you. You can get up in the morning and, 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 you, and the resting place of God's love becomes the very source and the root of your life. You, you get up in the morning and you enter into God's rest because you are meditating and medicating on God's love. You, you know that God loves you with this everlasting love. And you can say, you know what? I'm God's beloved. I am actively being loved by God. I'm God's favorite. And I'm going to walk into this day as God's son, God's daughter. God loves me. God is not hung up with my hangups. God is, God is God and he loves me and I yield to him. Faith works by love. Number two. All right, let me try to get through this so I can release you into this day. I know you guys got stuff to do. Number two, resting in God's love is the key to living the life that you're destined to live. Resting in God's love, that's the key. It's ultimately the key to living the life that God has called you to live. Let's talk about it. Paul said in Ephesians 3 and verse 17, then after all of this, by constantly using your faith, the life of Christ will be released deep down on the inside of you. And the resting place of God's love will become the very source and the root of your life. Think about it for a minute. He says, first of all, I'm praying that Christ will be released deep down inside of you. I'm praying, and this is only going to happen by you using your faith. So he was saying, listen, you got to use your faith and faith works by love. So if you don't live by faith, if you don't get a revelation of God's love, then you will never really receive the fullness of the revelation of Jesus who's living on the inside of you. You will never live by faith in fullness until you embrace the love of God because faith works by love. So it all boils down to just, you know what? Believing the fact that God loves you with an unconditional love. When you are convinced that God loves you and that there's nothing you can do to make him stop, then now your faith is going to be strong because your faith is rooted and grounded in God and his love and not your performance. So to be clear, it takes the Holy Spirit to do this. God's love is so deep, so wide, so unsearchable that it takes the Holy Spirit to reveal to you and your faith the love of God. So it takes the Holy Spirit revelation and you to exercise faith, both of those things for you to grasp the nature of God's love. Think about that. God's love is so amazing that you can't even understand it without the revelation of the Holy Spirit and without you exercising faith. It's so amazing. The love of God, the grace of God, the favor of God is so unsearchable that for you to even grasp it, it is a supernatural act. I keep driving home the importance of the revelation of the Holy Spirit because Paul said, he said, then you will be empowered by the Holy Spirit to discover what every Holy One experiences, the great magnitude of the astonishing nature of God's love, 
of Christ in all dimensions, how deeply intimate it is, how far reaching his love is, how enduring and inclusive it is, endless love beyond all measurement that transcends our understanding. This extravagant love pours into you until you're filled to overflowing with the fullness of God. Never doubt God's mighty power to work in you and to accomplish all of this. He will achieve infinitely more than your greatest request. He will achieve more than your most unbelievable dream. He will exceed your wildest imagination. He will outdo them all for his miraculous power constantly energizes you. Do you see how much is all about God and not about you? Paul is putting all the emphasis on God, not on us, not on our performance. All the emphasis is on him. Paul is saying God's love is far reaching. God's love is endless. God's love transcends understanding. His love is extravagant. His love is overflowing. And when you finally get it, when you finally get a revelation of God's love in your heart by the Holy Spirit, you will never doubt. This, this is all in the Bible. You will never doubt God's mighty power to work in you. He will, it's all, not you, he will achieve more than your greatest request. He will exceed your wildest imagination. He will outdo everything that you've ever dreamed. Think of your wildest, most crazy dream. And God is like, that's nothing. That's light work for me. He will outdo them all, but it all starts with the revelation of God's love. Paul said, it's the resting place of God's love that will become the very source and the root of your life. When you get a revelation of God's love and you learn how to rest in it, it will become the source of your life. It will become the root of everything. You will get up every morning knowing that I am God's beloved. You will get up every morning knowing, listen, yesterday, uh, I, I'm trying, I'm always learning stuff, right? And so when you're always learning something new, you're going to make mistakes. If you're not pushing yourself, if you're not growing, if you're not failing at anything, then you're not, you're, you're not dreaming big enough and you're not walking with God and you're not attempting things, right? So anyway, there's some, there's one area of my life that, um, that I'm learning. And so, so I was doing good at it for a while and now, whew, you know, things are not, not, not that easy. And so I'm learning this, learning that. I was like, okay, I can figure this out. Praise God. The Holy Spirit is working with me. But anyway, yesterday I was meditating on the fact that I could do a lot better. And so I went to sleep thinking about that and I was beating my own self up. And, and I, I'm basically going against what I'm teaching, right? I was beating my own self up. And the Holy Spirit was like, man, calm down. I got you, son. And I was like, I know, I know. I just want to do better. He was like, chill. The resting place of God's love will become the very source and the root of your life. Even when I mess up, even when I'm not good enough, it doesn't. Listen, God's got me. And, and so I, I, I have to meditate on the fact that even when I'm trying things and I'm trying to grow and I, I don't do everything right, at the end of the day, God loves me with an unconditional, everlasting love. And the love of God got me. The grace of God is all over me. I'm going to be okay, right? And matter of fact, it's already all right. So listen, um, let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I've already given you enough for today. This is a message you might need to listen to again. If you if you watch all of, I think we're at part 11, all 11 parts, I'm, it's like I'm giving you a masterclass on faith and grace and love. This is... The, I'm telling you, faith works by love. Your faith will never be strong until you get to where you understand what I'm teaching. You got it? All right, let's close this out. Say this. Say, Father, I thank you for saving me from sin, for filling me with your spirit, and for calling me according to your purpose. Now that I'm born again, your Holy Spirit lives inside of me. He is revealing to me your full nature. 
and your nature is love. The Holy Spirit pulls back the veil so I can get a revelation of your glory and your love. And that revelation changes everything. It changes the way I look at you. It changes the way I look at others. And it changes the way I see myself. That revelation releases Jesus in me. It unleashes your divine might and your explosive power. <laughs> I'm fully persuaded that you love me and I am finding my resting place to be inside of your love. My faith is strong because I'm rooted and grounded in your everlasting love towards me. This is how I know greater is coming for me because it's not about me. It's all about you. I declare this by faith in Jesus name. Amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, please go to todaysword.org and um, click on the big red subscribe button, put in your email address. You're going to get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. Do me a favor, two things. Go into the chat if this message was a blessing to you and leave me some comments in the chat uh, because I like to read those comments. And then number two, share this message right now on your social media, on your timeline and with your friends. Listen, uh, if you enjoy this content and you want like another level of content from Isabella and I, uh, we have this Patreon thing. Go to patreon.com forward slash Rick Pina. Check that out. If you're interested, there's a video there. Uh, but if not, don't worry about it. Listen, we love you. God loves you more. I'll see you tomorrow morning with the next message. I'm going to keep flowing in this vein.